Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. In 2020, we laid the foundation for these conversations. Over 12 episodes, we explained how loss and grief can and does occur at any age or any stage in life. You can go back and listen to those foundational podcast episodes, or you can begin listening today as part of your personal journey to be more emotionally and mentally healthy. This journey to emotional well-being is personal. You cannot force or coerce anyone to become healthy, whether physically or emotionally. A person has to want to be healthy and must be willing to do all the hard work in order to see results. Today's topic is painful and personal. I never imagined that in my lifetime I would be acquainted with anyone who was affected by murder. Unfortunately, I now know two young women who have become widows because their husbands were murdered. I used to believe that murder was something to be read about as part of a book storyline or that murder happened in news stories only. Murder happened to other people. I now know that these thoughts were very naive. Murder can happen to anyone, in any socioeconomic group, at your home, or in a public place. It does not matter who you are. Murder can find its way to your door or to the door of someone you care about. Denial is the first response when you hear that someone you know has been murdered. You say it can't be. How could this have happened? Your mind says this is impossible. Naturally, your mind is trying to protect you. But once you accept that the information provided is accurate, then your emotions seem to take over. You hurt for the family that has been impacted. You grieve for the mother, father, sister, brother, spouse, or children of the deceased. You wonder what you can say, or how can you help now and in the future. A thousand thoughts invade your mind, as well as many, many emotions. You are stunned. There are no magical words that you can say. If you are genuinely available to the family, then that is the best that you can do. Be willing to listen or even to talk. If you talk about the deceased, be sure to use their name. Family members are more hurt when you pretend that the deceased person never existed. When you don't speak their name, the bereaved family feels like you are discounting their loved one. Of course, it's unintentional. However, because as a culture, we rarely speak of death, we don't actually know how to respond to the pain of others. The widow of the deceased goes through a great deal. Not only does she have to make all the decisions any other grieving spouse would have to make, from determining what type of funeral arrangements to make, to what the deceased will wear, or if the remains will be cremated, or what about Social Security benefits for any children, and many other decisions surrounding final arrangements. She will also have to deal with police detectives and any other ongoing investigation into what happened, how it happened, why it happened, and who committed the crime. If her children are young, she will have to determine the best time to tell them what happened to their father. The entire process can take months or even years. If or when the responsible party or parties is caught, then there is the court system to deal with. There can be any number of delays before a trial is convened. There will be frustration. The death will continue to be an open wound which cannot begin to heal. Our criminal justice system is quite complex and a plea bargain may be offered to the perpetrator. The widow may be asked to weigh in on that decision. 
All of these situations cause the widow to relive the murder of their spouse over and over again. I've been told it's like living in a daily nightmare that you cannot wake up from. There will be years of professional counseling for the spouse and the children. Of course, a widower would also go through these same circumstances. As a friend or relative, all of this can be very painful to observe. The grief is enormous for all involved. In today's society, it seems that murder has become much more common, which means more and more people will be affected. These conversations about loss, grief, and emotional well-being are necessary and perhaps well overdue. Be a part of these important conversations. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.